Podcast. I'm your host, Eric, and this is Randy. Hello. Hello. Today is another podcast day. We got tech news and tech topics to talk about. Tech topics, dude. I, I like the alliteration you pulled out there, man. All I of like the that. alliteration, Good dude. energy, dude. Ener- Good energy. I, dude, I got all the energy, can I just say? <laughs> Right now, all of it. All, all of it. it. I bring it out on the pocket, dude. You should have saw me. I turned it on like a light switch, dude. He did. Like he I was, was like, so, like melodramatic, like oh, man. I was. And then immediately he heard that theme song. Energy like a different matters, person, man. dude. Energy that matters. Vibe. That vibe, baby. It's all about vibe, dude. It's it all is. about vibe. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, dude. I think people watch YouTube and podcasts and shit because people like, like you ever watch Linus and you're like, this guy like loves what he does he does you know? love what he does and like you know that brings up a good point you know there's a lot of people who have like you know like not me obviously but there are a lot of people who have <laughs> you know just careers that are very mundane or like day-to-day right and then you almost live vicariously through people you see on the internet because they're yeah. more relatable than like a uh, an a-list celebrity you know what i mean that's how I feel about so it. So like, so like it's, oh man, this guy is happy. And then it's kind of infectious, you know? Yeah. I love it, um, dude. High energy. Like I, I don't like when it's know. fake because you, you know how like some YouTube is like, like, like they're overly like, you're like, this guy's obviously faking it. You know what I right. mean? Right. It's like the algorithm likes people that are like high energy, high energy. And dude. then you got like, so well, there's like it, fake it positivity, you know? It and does. Posit- and, and like. It does. I like, I don't like know. I like thing. it when it's like out of passion, not out of like, yeah. I need to do this because the algorithm says I got to be yeah. high energy. Like there's a little, like some of the stuff my son watches, like some of these like kid YouTube channels, you're like, sure. Oh my God, like this guy's like getting so hyped about excited, Minecraft, baby. but he's like way too hype. You're like, this is, <laughs> this, this is, is forced hype. Else. Yeah. It's just gross. I mean, <laughs> I get it. Like Minecraft's cool, dude. You know? No, I um, dude, I can get legit hyped about Minecraft. But same. Like, same. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I like like Minecraft a lot. Like, remember, in fact, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's really quick. I remember when I was younger, and like I forget what I was doing. If I was in school or if I was working somewhere, I I don't remember because honestly, yeah. the only thing on my mind was getting home to play Minecraft to see how deep I can dig a hole. Yeah, dude. I mean, and like it, it wasn't just like a straight down dig. It was yeah. like me and the boys were like tunneling. Like, yeah. Like, like we were putting down lights. We were putting lifts, you know, with right. mine carts and stuff, dude. Like we were, yeah. we were going deep in it, you know? Minecraft's and, and like, like a phenomenon, dude. It like, it's yeah. it's serious. Like I'll tell you one of the things I wanted to show you with Minecraft specifically, cause I don't think you've really played with the mods. No, the mods no. change the you know game. Me, man. Like, like you're the mod God of the two of us, right? Yeah, like definitely. I'm, I'm basically vanilla soft serve when it comes to video games. I feel like you've missed uh, out on so much, dude. Like mods take the game to the to the freaking next level. Okay. No, that's probably true. That's it's probably uh, it's true. way true. Okay. You know where I really give mods a lot of credit is extending the longevity of games. You know, and like there are some some companies out there that I feel are like anti modification. Yeah. But it's like all you're doing is you're extending your brand through work yeah. you don't have to do, right? Right. I mean, like, look at Half Life. Like, like Counter Strike spawned from Half Life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, same with Dota. Want, same with yeah. you know. Like, why so wouldn't many... you want that community, that that camaraderie around something you've created? Why would you block that out? You know, one I, of the I things know. that upsets me is like companies that decide they want to embrace mods, but then they want to heavily monetize it. So, like, it, it started originally probably Bethesda. With their, because they they were like, okay, we're leaning into the fact that we have mods, but we're gonna make it so you have to download the mods 
through the Bethesda See, launcher, and we're gonna make it so there's like I've actually I've actually heard the opposite on that. I've heard that modders like what Bethesda is doing. Well, it depends, but like there's pros and cons to it, right? Like the the if you can give the mod, obviously the creators deserve some sort of like monetization to sure. their content. Like, you know, if you want to make paid content, that's like high quality, a, a cut above, you don't want to waste your time doing it. Right. Like I get it. But like at the same time, I kind of liked the world we lived in to where people were making mods, not for money, but because they just loved it so much. And sure. I felt like the highest quality um, stuff came out through that. I don't, I don't remember the exact video, but it was um, some ordinary gamers. He put out a video on this maybe a year ago, and he went into like a whole bunch of different categories of why what Bethesda is doing is good for modders in the modder community. And he even brought out points that were outside of monetization for the mod creators. Okay. So I was like, oh, that's a really interesting take. You know, I, I, I didn't really think that it was that popular, but apparently... Apparently it is because, I, I, again, you know, I'm speaking out of turn here because I'm not 100 percent sure how how it works. But like, Bethesda was helping modders bring their mods to consoles as well. So like they were yeah. kind of helping them with like kits to bring it over to. So them. the the framework, the modding framework. I know this because I did some modding sure. uh, on Skyrim. Sure. And I uploaded my mods not just to the Nexus Mod Manager, which was like the legacy way to do mods. I remember that. Yeah. Um. I also uploaded my mod mods to the Bethesda launcher. And the benefit was like all my mods would work on like Xbox and like PS4 and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Like I can get my uh, custom weapons and stuff I made sure. on the console. So yeah, there's like, you know, I guess benefits in that way. Cause you can't mod any right. other way uh, with console stuff. But so like, uh, you know, obviously I think it's a great thing they did it that way. I think they they kind of over overly monetized it in the beginning, mm -hmm. but maybe it's reached kind of like a uh, equilibrium now to where it's yeah. like actually a, a decent option and probably a preferred one for mod creators because you can get your mods on the consoles. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a pretty neat a pretty neat system. But like you said, dude, like mods extend the life of games. They basically like there's there's really no like reason not to love mods if you ask me if you're like that's sure. why i like pc gaming because it's PC easy gamer dude like it's so mods are so important to pc gaming for sure he's a pc gamer baby yeah but yeah through minecraft specifically <laughs> dude there's some like you know how i was trying to get you into factorio i mean i you don't have to try it i'm, I'm into yeah. factorio the yeah. problem is is like our factorio stint came at a really poor time because like January to March is when like all of the games that usually come out in like the November to the for that holiday crunch time frame. I don't know if it's because of COVID or not, but like we got like like slammed with games. Yeah, like, yeah, no, games, it's true. You know? We got slammed all at so, once, and like yeah. I've been playing games like Lost. Uh, yeah, Lost Ark came out. Freaking um, Elden Ring came out. I've been playing all these other games. Yeah, it's just like game heavy time right now. Like this year, we knew it was going to be game heavy, dude. Sure. And turns sure. out, yeah, it wasn't joking. You know. Yeah. But yeah, extremely, um, extremely it's a good heavy. problem to have, I guess. It's a very good problem to have, man. You know, like uh, yeah. uh, as you know, I, I I recently got pretty heavily into into the, the the new Destiny expansion that came out in February. So like, um, that's that's obviously taking up a big chunk of my time. But uh, yeah, there was just a lot of things coming out. For those of you who still play uh, World of Warcraft, 
patch 9.2 came out you know so like that's wasn't it for there now. like conflict and stuff with like the story like i'm not to spoil it for people but like I well, heard people the weren't like too awful, vibed with right? it. Yeah, like okay. they basically retconned a whole bunch of stuff in. Like I'm a WoW lore nerd. Yeah. Um and, and like that's part of the reason why I fell in love with Destiny, because like Bungie it tells has a really lore. good story, man. Like like Bungie tells a super good story and like gonna gonna go off on like a little side rant before I get into into the world world of Warcraft thing. But what Destiny does that I think is really cool is as you unlock things in the game, okay. It puts into your game what's called codex entries, okay? Right. And then one thing you can do with those codex entries is you have to, like, open up your inventory and then read them in the game, which you most certainly can do. But they also uh, get unlocked on your Destiny app on your phone. Right. And then you can open them up in, like, an e-reader format. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, so like as someone who's, like, really into the lore and stuff, that's super cool to me. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. if I'm, like, taking an extended bathroom break... I could just, you know, open my Destiny app and read some of the lore, you know, like that I just unlocked when I played the last time. But you're saying you can see that content in the game, right? You can as well, of course okay. you can. Because I thought can. that was like the criticism with that is like they're um, trying to tie their lore to outside the game and not give you enough Destiny in the game. 1 did that. So okay. like if you unlock something on Destiny 1, they basically said, you know, Codex Entry Unlocked, visit your Destiny journal on your phone to learn more. Right. Well, they kind of made made it like the best of both worlds, right? So like you can access it in game, obviously. But now it, it, the app is actually super cool, right? Like the app is really neat. I, I, I'm getting off on a total tangent here, but like, well, that's our conversation so yeah. far. We're good. Even like picking up like like a, there's like bounties in Destiny. Like I don't know if you remember when you played Destiny briefly, but they're basically briefly. like your like your daily quests. You know, like get you know like get do certain things, kill certain things. You know, right? And you have to go around to different vendors in the tower to pick them up. Well, with the mobile app, you can literally just log into the mobile app and then pick up all of Z Zavala's bounties. Okay. Or pick up all of Lord Shax's bounties from your phone. And then when you log in the game, you have them in your quest log because you pick wow. them up from your phone. There's apps like Destino uh, a Destiny Inventory Manager. Like, Bungie is such a cool company. Just, like, going to break off on a tangent a little bit again. I keep saying that. Um I mean, the Their fact they API... do that, that's What's cool that? as hell. I just think it's yeah. cool as hell because, like, yeah. you're tying the game... Like, it's something that only, like, nobody's really done before. Yeah. That I can recall. Like, that's really No, cool. no, it's brand new <laughs> to me. And, like, the story is good, man. Like, the story is really good. Like, 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 if you like a really good sci-fi story, it's, it's damn good. Um, but, so, like, their API is super open, right? So, there's apps like, like, Destiny Inventory Manager that has an app on iOS and iPad or, or iPhone and iPad. Um, it has a website and then the API connects to your character loadout and your inventory. So you can manage your entire, like, let's say, let's just put it in a wild term because I feel like that's something you're probably more fam familiar with. You can manage your inventory, your bank, and your character loadouts from a website in real time. <laughs> that's pretty so, cool. So, like, if you wanted to, like, organize your inventory or make, like, a PvE loadout and a PvP loadout, you can make those separately on a web browser from any device. And then if you, and, and do there's even an, an, an equip button on the website that will update your character in-game in real time. So like wow. if you wanted to like make your loadouts differently, you can like have your 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 destiny inventory manager web page open on like your iPad and change your in game gear in real time. That's I crazy. Think that's pretty cool. I, think that's I mean that's neat. super cool. Yeah. I love it. And and, and and like Bungie is full behind it. Like if you open up your vault, there's like a little like mobile icon and if you hover over it, it recommends Destiny Inventory Manager and gives a shout out to the to the person who made it. No way. That's, that's, that's cool. cool as hell. I yeah, love that. And, 
And Destiny is actually filing a class action lawsuit against YouTube. Or Bungie is. <laughs> Wait, for what? Um, I'm, I, I actually, actually, I should probably take that back. I'm not sure if it's class action, but they are filing a suit against um, Bungie. Yeah. Or, or, or Bungie YouTube. is against YouTube because um, uh, third-party people have been making videos of Destiny content, right? Right. And they're getting falsely flagged and getting DCMA takedown. So oh, Bungie yeah. is defending all of the creators. Dude, saying, hell like, you know, all, yes. All of these videos, we, we want these. Like, I don't know who's making these claims, but your system is fucked. Dude, thank God. Because, like, YouTube's yeah. way too yeah. over-aggressive with, uh, yeah. with all the content claiming and stuff. Automated. Yeah, and, it's terrible. And, and, like, if you read the actual article, they're saying, like, some some content creators could could potentially, like, like this is the case they're making, could have lost up to $150,000 in revenue. Wow. And, like, Bungie is fighting this tooth and nail to, like, get these these content creators, you know, what they need to get their content back. Yeah, I think Bungie's realized, like so many others, that, like, the the... The real advertising for games nowadays is going to be through the community. Yeah, it's it's, it's like guerrilla marketing, right? You know. Yeah, I mean that's why you have so many, uh, you know, uh, companies investing into Twitch streamers and things like yeah. that because they know it's what sells games, man. YouTube yeah. content creators, Twitch streamers, like it sells games, and like it's funny because like I I know Nintendo was the company that was like the biggest. Like no, anti consumer. Yeah, they were yeah. like the most anti because like they would even any uh, Nintendo videos, like any kind of gameplay videos and stuff. Sure. They used to uh, flag all that stuff. It was just like real scummy, you know. Like they were the yeah. polar opposite of what you should be doing. Uh, I think they've kind of since like you know it was really bad. I think they've kind of lightened up a little bit, but they're still pretty bad about like things they don't like they're gonna try and take down and stuff like, yeah right now it's steam deck any kind of steam deck uh nintendo games being em, being emulated on it oh really yeah they're taking down videos huh. related to emulating nintendo content on the steam deck wow so it's wild uh it's like wow. are you kidding me so if you have like a mario or something sure uh, sure on a steam deck they'll try and take it down so it's crazy wow. yeah they already sucks. yeah it does suck. it's just like are you kidding me dude um, but, uh, whatever. So I understand that they always say that the content create or the, sorry, the uh, owners of these IPs, like they have a responsibility to defend their intellectual property. Like they have to, by law, um, go after, uh, yeah, because, because violated well, violations of that. So, well, I think when you're a publicly traded company, you always have to do what's in the best interest of your stakeholders, not what's in the best interest of you. Right. right so like um uh my friend paul was like um we're, we're talking about stocks and he's like uh some podcast you watch says like if 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 you think elon is rich now wait till you see what happens when spacex goes public and i said dude i don't think he'll take space as, as spacex public because it'll prevent him from doing things he wants to do because then he yeah. has a fiduciary responsibility legally to do whatever it could be to to increase the now the um the capital worth of the company you know what that's I mean? a good point so he will lose all of that flexibility and freedom to do what he wants to do with spacex if, if he takes spacex public and that's one of the things like the whole mars mission stuff he wants to do there's no way that like yeah. a publicly traded company can do that because that's because, just a because big it doesn't money make money sink. it doesn't you know make it, yeah there's no yeah. money in it not like not in the like even in the long term like maybe in the long long term like we could talk about mars but like right even in the long term like mars isn't going to be anything like close to what we can like we, there's no, unless they can find some kind of like, but there's no way there's like Mars. There's, I can't think of a single way right now that Mars could make 
spake, money. Spake, make money. Yeah. Like, I can't think of a single way. Yeah. So, I mean, um, even the R&D to get there would just be a, a, a money sink yeah. that, like, any of us would be like, yep, right. nope, we're not there yet. Now, I think... I think SpaceX is ma- gonna make plenty of money. They don't like they don't need to go public, right? Like no, they, no, I agree with you. They're I doing so many. They're do- doing so much right now. I don't know if Starlink, like Starlink's good, but like I've heard a lot of issues with it and stuff. So I think it's still growing. Well, um, the issues that I've heard with Starlink and maybe you've heard some other ones are just inherent issues of satellite internet, right? I mean, mm. uh, I don't well, know I don't know. Different. So maybe that's the case, but like I know that like. There's a lot of YouTubers that uh, I've seen recently. I haven't really delved into the videos, so I can't really comment too too much. Sure. But like they'll, they'll they'll be like, "I had Starlink for a year, and I'm getting rid of it," or they'd say stuff like that. And I'm just like, "Well, why?" Like Starlink seems like a solid solution for a lot of people. Well, the problem with well the solution Starlink is sent out to do is to bring internet to places that cannot have traditional internet. Right. It's not designed to replace traditional internet. It's to broaden. Yeah, and internet I think it's succeeding. So like, that sounds the problem like it's with doing satellite internet, job. and like I'm pretty familiar with it because like, <clears throat> I I used to be a network engineer like, in a previous job, like full time just ne- uh, network engineer. Right. And like some of our businesses uh, in the northern tier of Pennsylvania, where like they didn't, were, were like they're in the middle of nowhere, they would have to have a satellite, a satellite provider called HughesNet. And the problem with that is round trip time is atrocious right yeah so like sense. if you get so like even even if you have like 200 down 100 up which is totally feasible your round trip time like your latency is like 200 300 ms because yeah, it's going out to the to a fucking satellite you know what i mean like, yeah and that's with a traditional solution that has like uh what is it geosynchronous satellites yes, where they're yes, like yes, in a correct. fixed location correct. yep and like starlink isn't like that no, so it's, it's constant. Not. The infrastructure is constantly changing as the satellites move throughout the atmosphere. So right. you're you're constantly taking different routes and paths, and so your latency, your round trip time is not even going to be consistent either. No, no, it will not uh, be consistent. So right. But I heard the speeds are good, and the 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 uh, locations that you can get Starlink are, uh, are, are, are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, that's not and, what I mean, right? Yeah. Like it's like it's it's like one of those things where it's like um. Uh, for what Starlink is designed to do, I don't think it has many issues. I think right. that it has issues when people try to use it for something it's not designed to do. Well, I think that as far as round trip time, the only thing that's really going to be, I mean, there's going to be a couple things. Like if you're in a video call or whatever, like the, there's going to be that latency that's going to be added. <laughs> well, the biggest one is gaming because yeah. you, it's basically, you know, gaming is all about ping, right? I mean, uh, really, realistically, any, any, any form of transmission that uses UDP is out. Yeah, because like UDP is only really used for those low latency applications. Yep. Yeah. So I think that that holds true. So so yeah, and especially yeah 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 yeah. You're basically right. Um, games are uh, for the most part basically are UDP exclusive. There's a couple instances where that's not the case, but like we're not talking about we're talking about like real time gaming, not like. Yeah, you know, like if you're playing like a civilization game or some turn-based shit, like yeah, turn-based like game. If, if you're like, playing like Counter Strike Global Offensive, you're probably you're not going to play it on Starlink, right? Like, yeah. yeah, like it, like I think that for most people, they'll be happy that they can at least get their Netflix and chill on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like out I mean, and about like, even in the like, mountains, even like downloading like like a single player games, like you said, Netflix will yeah. be fine. You know, all of that stuff will be fine. You it know, covers like a lot of like, what you yeah. would want out of the internet, yeah. like Starlink does. So, yeah, I think that Starlink's still going to be like a big 
uh, investment for SpaceX. I think that's going to make them a lot of money uh, so over too. the long haul. Oh, oh for sure. <clears throat> They're the for only sure. ones really doing it like this, I think. There might be other satellite kind of like uh, global satellite providers that are trying to come up, but like I don't think that any of them have like the grunt that SpaceX does. No. no. So Also, SpaceX just has that like clout, right? Like yeah. everyone wants to be in what Elon's yeah. doing. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah, Elon's a... Uh, Elon's Elon. Let's yeah. just say there's only one, only one Elon for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not sure what side that's Yeah, on. I don't know, man. Elon's kind of annoying sometimes. Like on Twitter, yeah. I'm just like, you're kind of annoying on Twitter, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just because he talks a lot of shit, you yeah. know? I'm just I, like. You know, for, 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 for as much as I like Elon, like I'm obviously an yeah. Elon fan. Yeah, 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 and like course. I obviously agree with you about his annoyingness on Twitter. I also respect it because he's like he he's like a high profile dude, maybe the highest profile dude who just doesn't care. You know yeah, what I mean? I like, know. like 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 he just truly doesn't care. He really doesn't. You could tell. He's just like he's like I'll, I'll say whatever the fuck I want, dude. Like yeah. it's wild it. because like I'm I'm sure that he's gotten in trouble with like other Tesla like execs and stuff. Like what the hell are you doing, dude? You're oh, constantly, dude. Image. He got in trouble a couple of years ago. Yeah. He, he he got in trouble big time when he tweeted about making Tesla private when if it hits 420. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I mean like, that was like, a big like, deal like, like because FCC like, coming down on yeah. hard on you, dude. I'm sure his <laughs> I'm sure his board directors were pleased. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's wild. They says shit like that. It's like, dude, yeah. what are you doing? But like, I guess he just yeah. has like Buku money. He don't give a fuck. No, dude. He's he, like, dude, no, he dude. literally has fu money. Like yeah. by definition, yeah. You know, yeah, for um, sure, for so. sure. So I mean, yeah, hey, he, whatever. He doesn't care. As long as I get my cyber truck, he can say whatever he the fuck care. he wants. He doesn't care. Give me that cyber truck, bitch. There you go, dude. Anyway, let's talk about a topic, dude. We got a couple on the list. I want to hit it. I know we've yeah. been just chatting. <laughs> so uh, you know, I got a, I got, I got one for you, dude. So right. uh, how's your, uh, how's your fold doing? How's, uh, I don't have it. So. What the fuck, dude? Know, dude. dude, every podcast, every I feel like every podcast, podcast. has new devices, right, dude? Not yeah, dude. And like, you know what's funny? I remember when we were laughing. Do you remember this, dude? I remember us saying this specifically, like, oh man, this year I changed phones too much, dude. I'm never doing this again. Sure. And like here we are, dude, doing this again. Doing it again. You've had the fold three twice. You've had the iPhone. What the fuck are we on? Eleven Pro Max. Thirteen. Thirteen, Pro Max, dude. I don't even know what 13. iPhone we're on, dude. Thirteen on Pro 13. Max. Uh and you got that like twice now so like what yeah. okay tell me man what have you learned over the course of four phones ah, just stick with apple products that's is what it? i've learned <laughs> that's what i've learned dude. you've learned it but like how long is it gonna take before you unlearn that not that long man uh, not that long dude we I knew know, this man. before we said this before man we said this before i, I just have uh, to stick with it dude I, I i have to commit to an ecosystem dude it's hard because there's so, so much cool shit. Like, I get it. We're hype, dude. We like tech products. We're like, yeah. dude, this new shit came out. It's fucking I cool. The new shit, oh dude. my God, it looks cool as shit, dude. I'm going to go check it out. It sucks because we're not like tech reviewers, dude. We don't get to send this shit. We no, got to pay out dude. of pocket. Yeah. And like, 
you know, you're able to do it in such a way where like normally you can sell the product and like, you know, get like a good return or maybe you return it before it's too late or like whatever. So I get it. Like, like the HP laptop, we haven't even got to that yet, but like spoiler alert, you swap wow, that out, dude. dude. Wow. You swap the HP laptop out. You were just last podcast and I run it back, dude. You were saying like, dude, again. check this HP, dude, middle finger nice. to anything yeah. else. The HP. I, I don't know if I said middle finger. Maybe I did. No, nah, you didn't say that. I was just joking. I'm putting words in Dude. Me, dude. But like you were saying, like, you're hyping it up. Man. No, and I get it. It was a cool device, right? Like honestly, truly, uh, Windows like laptop. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, Uh-oh. no, what happened, dude? Your battery shut off, dude. Give me a sec. You got a battery? You gonna like hot swap that shit? Yeah, yeah, hot swap that. He's gonna like quick change magazines out. All right, dude. Boom. Back, dude. Look, at, look at how easy that it was, returns, dude. dude. Like a like a. Like a NASCAR pit stop, dude. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice, dude. Quick, quick swap, dude. Let's quick go. in and out, dude. This is why I told you you need the uh, dummy battery, man. The dummy boy, dude. It's so good. Dummy battery's clutch. You bet, dummy. Yeah. Anyway, so <clears throat> check it dummy. out. What you were saying, you learned. The moral of the story: four phones later, iPhone stick with Apple. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So, listen, man. What's going to happen when the Fold 4 comes? Uh, you're going to be a good friend and remind me of the continuity oh, I'm going no. to lose with oh, my no, newly dude. procured MacBook. I don't think I can do it. iPad Mini. Like, here's the problem. I'm on the Fold still, man. And you know yep. what's wild? No. I have the, I just like you, man, I got that Apple draw. Like, I want, I need an iPhone, like, so need bad. It, need, like, I really need, do. Need, do. You hear that, dude? Need. I really do. Four letter words start with an N. Think about it. I I love my Air Tags. I can't use those. Like with definitely has tags. I'm sure they work great. Like oh, no, fuck that. Fuck. That. What do you mean? I already bought my Air Tags. And plus, like, think about it. The fucking Apple ecosystem, like the 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 all the iPhones out there, are what make the freaking Air Tags so good. Like they're always going to be found. iPhones are everywhere. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I know that Samsung phones are getting, they're everywhere too, but like, not like the iPhones. No. And even then, I like the AirTags. They're just cool. So like, and I already have them. Like, I don't want to buy more tags, you know? No, I get it. I get Think it. about this, dude. You see the new LTT store backpack? No. Well, you know, Linus did a big thing on his podcast, how they're making this huge investment in their new backpacks that they're going to be selling soon, blah, blah, blah. He was talking about it on his podcast. And one of the things he said is the uh, the backpack has like an AirTag spot. doesn't have no Samsung tag spot. It's got the an AirTag spot. An, the dude doesn't even use an iPhone. Yeah, he does. He, no, well, he, he rocked dual, dual phones for a while. I don't know if he does anymore, but... I don't know why he would carry two phones, dude. Well, it used to be that he could... I don't know if it was, like, Teams or, like, some other kind of thing he used for work. Like, it was better on one phone over the other and vice versa yeah, but for like, other stuff, you know? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. But, like, Dang. I'm somebody that wants to rock two phones right now. I'm thinking about getting the Mini because I need, like, a couple things. I love AirPlay. And I have, like... Loves my, AirPlay. My dude. house is so tied into Loves AirPlay it. usage. It really so, is. Like, yeah, I like, don't you have to do like a whole bunch of like wonky stuff to get stuff to work with AirPlay? I mean, it just fucking works, dude. Like, no, I mean, like, there's so many devices that are not AirPlay compatible, like, like, mm-hmm. like your ubiquity cameras. Yeah, but I don't really care about AirPlaying those, right? 
Hey, what are well, you talking home about? HomeKit. Sorry, HomeKit. Okay, HomeKit. Well, I have u- my Ubiquiti cameras working with HomeKit. Yeah, but like you have to do like some jank stuff, don't you? Yeah, I do. So I have to yeah. use, uh, um, what do you call it? HomeLink is the, uh, yeah, it's like a piece of software I had run on like my NAS or something. Um, yeah, so you and, do. Or maybe it's a VM. I don't know. But it's just like a, it's just a VM I got running that just runs, runs uh, that, that home kick th- uh, home bridge is what it is. Um, and it, it allows me to link up things that aren't normally HomeKit compatible. So yeah, but like HomeKit's part of it. AirPlay's part of it. There's a lot of things like Apple TV remote, like on the phone. Apple TV remote is busted. AirPlay is busted. Um, yeah. It, it's uh, like, think about this, man. Like if I got to type in a password on a TV, dude, how shitty is it to use a remote? It's miserable. It's miserable. It's the so yeah. sh- it's the shittiest yeah. thing ever. But yeah, like, guess miserable. what? With my freaking iPhone, I can use Bitwarden to autofill, autofill on my you, fucking yeah. TV. You know what else is really busted too that I, I, I didn't even realize it, dude, but you brought up a good point. Um, using HomePods as like default audio on Apple TV. Oh man, that is really cool. Like, so like, are you that's using how I have my bedroom set up. Oh, that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. You know, I, you know, speaking of, listen, this is another thing. So I have, uh, speakers in my ceiling in a couple rooms in my house. Right. So one of those rooms I know is where my you're going with this. bedroom and I have my Apple TV in my bedroom. So like, dude, I just fucking play my like audio, my, uh, my TV audio through my overhead speakers in my room. I was going to say, it's weird. It's weird. I don't know if it's weird or not weird, but like, I remember you had like that really obscure, like bathroom problem. Yeah. That sounds like you had a problem with this shit, but like, I mean like that, like playing music in the bathroom or something. (laughs) Yeah, I have speakers in my bathroom too. And they're hooked up to the same airplay receiver. This is when I was like in like pro fold my class. Like, dude, I'll find it. I'll I'll find a solution that'll work for you. There was anything, dude. There was couldn't find anything that would work as seamlessly. Not the same. Not the same. No, no, it's close, really like, but not the same. Well, yeah. like you were talking about, like I could set up like a, what is it? Rune? What was yeah. it? Rune? Like I could set up a rune thing where I, like I can like control my rune, but that's not everything, right? Like I can't just, just have music. a YouTube video yeah. up no, it just be and music. throw yeah. my phone's vi- like YouTube video audio to the speaker. Like that's what I like to do. Yeah. And so like. Yeah, because yeah, this dude needs to consume content while washing his balls. That's dude. what I do. So like, dude, like, that's no, I'm literally, dude, I'm telling you, it's like luxurious, man. I got a big ass bathtub with a jacuzzi in it, dude. I'm chilling in it. Wait, I'm wait, unfolded, wait, 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 Like. So, so you don't have a jacuzzi tub. You have a bathtub with a jacuzzi well, no. inside of the bathtub. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? It's got the jets, dude. That's it's all I'm saying. Jets, it's got it's the got jets, dude. It's got the jets. And Jetson so I'm sitting in here, there. I'm like, I got my bath salts and shit. I'm like chilling. I got my fold. I'm playing a YouTube video and it's shitty because I can't fucking air play it to my speakers. And I'm so sad. So you I have a Bluetooth speaker. That sounds like speaker, the perfect but, scenario for an iPad mini. Oh uh, man. But you know what? It isn't. You know why? Because you're folding. Because the iPad mini isn't water resistant. True. My True. fold is. True. That's the problem. That's, so that, like, that's if, a good point. Like, why good the point. fuck isn't the iPads water resistant, dude? It's barely anything. Like the fold moves. And it's water resistant. I Why? thought about that the other day because like Samsung's tablets aren't waterproof either. I'm like, yeah. man, like the complexity they go through for like other devices, like tablets seem really easy for them to waterproof. Part of it, you know, might be they're just cheaper, dude. Like think yeah. about how cheap that like we were talking about this the other day. I was like, I could get an iPad mini for like what? Like 400 and something? Yeah, but like even the <laughs> pros aren't waterproof. Yeah, I know. Which is like, 
Like no tablets. And they're pricey. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but like they invest the money in other things, like their micro LED displays and like yeah. you know promotion and like uh, you know like they probably put a lot of money in R and D for that stuff. They don't really feel like water resistance is like important, right? And I get it, but like, how am I supposed to be chilling in my bathtub with my iPad? You can't yeah. do it. True. So you know, I, I get it, but like people iPad. think it's weird anyway. I was talking. I was with a coworker right to, at work. Right. Right, Tim Apple. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I probably should, dude. Yeah, because like I had a coworker at work. She was like, you know, my phone's got some shit on it. She went to one of those like, uh, it was like one of those little festival things where they throw like the the colored powder at everybody. And uh, she got like, I would never go to one of those. You know dude. what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, dude. So, so, someone throws powder at me, I'm pissed. Yeah, so she got like her phone all like powdered up, and she's like, "What do I do?" And I'm like, "Dude, just put it under your sink, dude." She's like, yeah. "What?" I'm like, dude, it's fucking water resistant, dude. It's 2022. You got a new yeah. iPhone. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Throw it under the sink. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, I'm in the fucking, I used to, when I had an iPhone, I take it in the shower with me all the time. Yeah. She's like, why would you bring that in the shower? She's like looking at me like, what are you doing in yeah. the shower, bro, with your phone? I'm like, dude, yeah, it ain't like dude. that, dude. I'm just throwing up a video, like a YouTube yeah. video with a, like, what a music video. What are you doing in the shower, dude, with your bath salts and your <laughs> jacuzzi God. jets, dude? Yeah, my AirPlay speakers, yeah. dude. What am I doing? Get the yeah. fuck out of here, dude. Anyway. <laughs> dude, wait, wait, wait. Were you angling them no, jets, dude? No, dude, no, dude. Were you angling them jets? <laughs> I don't, you don't want to know. Oh, anyway, yeah. no, it's funny. But uh, <laughs> my point is, dude. I don't even know what it is, but the iPhones are good with water resistance. So I'm getting it. I was like, dude, just yeah. so I ran some water, you know, ran on some water and if you're good, but I was like, don't even worry about it. <sighs> anyway. So you're back That's on funny, the iPhone, dude. man. So yeah, how I'm does it feel? Tell me. Um, is it like home? It feels like home, but it, it's also boring. That makes sense. Yeah. But like, like, which phone did you get? Did you get the max or the, the I got the 13 pro max and the Alpine green the new green color. Can you show that? Yeah. Uh, it's a, is it cased up though? Yeah. No. Okay. I just kind of want to see that sucker, dude. Look at that green. You know, on this camera, okay, in certain angles you can see the green real good. But it reminds me of another color we had, doesn't it? Um, gosh, it's so familiar. It's actually like super green. Yeah. Like it's like it's a nice it's a nice green. Yeah, I like how you have the uh, green kind of wallpaper with it, like the yeah, yeah, like that. It's clean. It's clean, man iPhone's so, clean. So right. yeah, so like, do I miss the fold? Of course I miss the fold. The fold is awesome. You but say like, you sold it, right? Yeah. Um, nice. But I also, uh, I also um, realized that like, I don't know, the continuity of iPhone is really where it's at. You know what I mean? Like, like spoiler I alert, I got a MacBook again. Right. You know? uh, we were getting having into like that. that what's we're, getting, up? we're getting into that, so know, might as well now. But like just having like that continuity of iCloud for files, because you know I use iCloud for files, um, you know, like that's really cool to me. You know, like a, a really important feature for me is like I do a lot of photography. It's like a hobby. You know, I, I, I enjoy taking pictures. I enjoy taking video. When I had like not Apple products, right, because I would edit all of my stuff on my laptop just because APL on the, right. on, yeah, of course. On, on the CX-48. It, yeah. Um, I mean, like I wanted to share a picture like 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 really quick that I took and edited with like a text message. It's always a hassle. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, I got to go out to my NAS and grab it. Whereas literally if I edit it on the Mac, I could just text it right from my Mac or it's already on my phone. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it, it's it's like 
it makes it so I don't have to think or like intervene with things. And like this kind of goes down into uh, a discussion I had with with a few of my other friends because I recently converted a longtime Apple user to an iPhone. And he loves an it. Apple like, user to an iPhone. I, I I mean a longtime Android user okay. to an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, this is someone who is smart. And when I say someone who's smart, I mean this is someone who buys a phone once every four years, if they can help it. You know, like they're really into like that long term. Just like I need a phone that's gonna last. And like right. he and like he's just fed up of never getting that on Android. I'm like, dude, like you should really get an iPhone. He's like, eh, I don't know, dude. Apple products, dude. Like, what are you doing, Apple sheep, dude? Like, dude, you think I want to be hearted, dude? Wow. Trying to put a crook around my neck, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. I but get then, it. but but the, but like he broke down and he got uh, a 13 Pro in Sierra Blue. Yeah. And he's got that since October. And literally almost every month, he, he, he's like, dude, this phone is insane. Like, this phone is exactly what I wanted from a phone. This is fantastic. You know, there's no, like, phantom yeah. battery drain where, like, one day his phone lasts 13 hours and then the next day it lasts three. You know, there's no... It's just solid. Uh, yeah, like, there's no, solid, like, there's no, like, camera issues. There's nothing, you know? It just works 100% of the time. It's solid build quality. And then I said, you know what, dude, like three years from now, four years from now, you're going to have that same experience, you know? Yeah. And, and like, I can safely say that because I just replaced my mother's phone and she had an iPhone 10. But honestly, nice. Classic. honestly, dude, honestly, dude, if I put, if I put like black tape around the, the borders of that phone and turned off promotion on my 13, right? you would be hard pressed to tell which phone was what. And like you may have to say like, oh man, that that kind of sucks. Like, what's Apple doing? You know what I mean? But like, that's kind of cool. That no, like, it's super cool. You man. could get the same experience and not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. The ten was like, I I, I got the ten when it came out. And it was like I probably yeah. could still be rocking it today. Yeah. You know? And like, I mean, like cameras it. have obviously drastically improved, right? But like, if you're on the home screen and just like going to like Safari or text messaging, yeah. You know, you wouldn't really notice a difference. Yeah. Um, uh, which still I think have is cool. Force touch, you know? I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, but no, I, 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 you know, like I, I think that's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, and and, and like anyway, the the discussion we got is another one of our friends who 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 who's also like, oh, did you suck Apple's dick? Is trying to get a new phone, and, he, and he's like, what do you think about the Pixel? You know, and I said, oh, well, the Pixel's a solid phone. Like, like I, I think the Pixel Six Pro is a really solid solid phone. But the only issues I see are people complain that. The under display fingerprint reader is kind of awful and he's okay. like what do you mean and then my friend john thomas who loves google right like like he loves google like we love apple so okay. like he he's only ever had nexus phones and he's only ever had pixels and he, he said oh yeah it's pretty bad mm. and then i said you know that that's that's like one thing you know like for someone who's like really interested in like security and cybersecurity specifically i could really appreciate face id because um john uh jt has gone to say that you know he's He's even turned off his fingerprint reader on his Pixel because it just doesn't work half the time. And I said, you know, that's one thing I really, I really applaud Apple for is Face ID because it creates an extremely secure layer of authenticity right. without the end user even realizing they're being authenticated. And when you remove that barrier of interaction, that like extra step, right? That yeah. extra step of entering your pin or entering your pattern or pressing your thumb on the screen and it just happens naturally, like Face ID does, then more people are prone to use it and more people are prone to be secure. You know what I mean? So like, right. it, it, like, like Face ID, in my opinion, is like world changing because it encourages people to use secure multi-factor authentication that doesn't really 
like like make people even realize they're doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. No, I agree. That's <laughs> the best kind of security. That, yeah. Where it's just like you don't have to worry about like an extra step. It's just right. like as easy as picking up your phone and using it. Like that's right. how easy Face ID is. And like, you know, I honestly like you know I use the fingerprint reader on the fold and like it has face unlock, but I hate it. You know, it's, it, it's, it's just it, it's, it's, it's awful on on Android phones. Like uh. Like, uh, the person who I sold it to, he goes, oh, this has face unlock? My Z Fold 3. I'm like, honestly, right. don't use it. Like, like, yeah. like, just pretend it doesn't have it. I, I don't, basically. You know like, I, I mean? use the, yeah. even, I use the, uh, you know, the, the fingerprint scanner. Oh, 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 yeah. The, 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 the fingerprint re- reader works great on the Z Fold 3, but it's still authentication you have to consciously do, right? Like, you're it's not true. already doing it. And, Whereas well, with face ID. Yeah, I was going to say, even face yeah. ID is more reliable. Like, it, it, like, it hits more often. Like, fa- face ID was just more solid. Like I, I yeah. can still trick up the fingerprint sensor all the time. Mm-hmm. I probably could go in there and like re- learn my finger and maybe get yeah. some better. But like, I still got to kind of like land on it just right. So it's kind of annoying. Do you do you want a tip? Sure. Register multiple fingerprints, but use the same finger. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, I, like, I I've done that, but like, okay. what's your point? Well, like that would increase the accuracy. That's that's what I did on my fold. Okay, was was, yeah, yeah. was I registered my oh, my thumb twice and I registered my index finger twice. But you use the same finger, finger for each but one. I use the same I finger. I was like, what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, no, that so makes like, total sense. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I registered my thumb twice and I registered my index finger twice. Oh, that makes sense, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, genius. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then like that. the accuracy is like a hundred percent when you do that. It's awesome. Wow, yeah. that's wild. Okay, big, yeah. Big brain, dude. That is big brain. I never thought yeah. of that. Awesome. Anyway, dude, so real quick, I want to talk about, so phones, obviously you love the iPhone and I don't blame you. Yeah. I want to talk about the MacBook. So, sure. you know, sure. the thing about the MacBook Pro, you bought the MacBook Pro 14 inch in, with the M1 Pro. I have the, I have the similar laptop, but I have the M1 Max in mine. And you have 64 gigs. I, I, uh, I opted for 16. Okay. Uh, okay. Of memory. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You went with the 16. Okay. Yeah, I think I told you that. I Yeah, maybe, but I should yeah. remember. That's wild. Yeah. Okay, so like, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, very similar laptops, but, you know, yours is a little bit down-spec'd. What yep. do you think, man? Because, like, you went from the HP Spectre. Yeah. And, uh, like, what was your thought process? Obviously, I was there during the, the decision-making a little bit. You were. You I were. was like, let me guess. You're freaking out getting the MacBook right now. And, dude, and I was hilarious. You, you, you knew, dude. You I knew, knew dude. I was like, where'd he go, um, dude? He just ghosted me. Where is he? Well, it's kind of a long, a long, drawn-out story that I could probably try to make. Summarize, condense, man. Because right? we, we yeah. don't got so much podcast to get through. Yeah. So, so essentially, um, I love MacBooks, right? Like, I just love <laughs> MacBooks. Like, 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 like I, I mean, like, I could summarize it up right there, and then we yeah. could just move on to the next topic. No, it's okay. But, but realistically like, speaking, you know, I wanted to try something different. Yeah. And, like... To me, the thought of having a Windows laptop was cool. And the reason why I thought it was cool was because um, I was using an Android phone at the time. And you know that Android is kind of trying to work with Microsoft to bring that continuity. Yeah. At least in some form. Like Apple has. And it's just not there yet. But but, but, but 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 that doesn't matter. You know, like that's, that's not a big deal. You know what I mean? That's not... That's not something that's like, oh man, you know, I need to uh, yeah. get this Windows laptop for Samsung continuity. No, yeah. that, that's 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 not it at all. It's just, I I haven't had like a decent Windows laptop or or an Ultrabook in a long time. You know, yeah, and and you're probably the same way. You know, like yeah. outside of our work laptops, we haven't really had like a personal machine that was Windows based. No. So for me, it was almost like a novelty, right? So this journey started off with the S8 Ultra. 
because I love tablets. You know, that's I, I, I've been a pro tablet user since the first episode of Technostatic. That has never yeah, changed. Right. Um, so I was thinking, oh, you, you know, this, this S8 Ultra is pretty cool. Like maybe I could, maybe I could ditch the laptop and then use software like, you know, Parsec or AnyDesk or Moonlight and just remote into my desktop when I need something a little bit more powerful, but then have all the benefits of a tablet when I'm on the go. You know, the small form factor, the insane battery life, no fans, the nice screen. Right. You know what I mean? Like like, like all the things a tablet is good at. Um, so then I started using the S8 Ultra, which I still love and recommend. You know, if you're in the Android camp and you want to stay in the Android camp, I think the S8 Ultra is the first true iPad competitor we've had on the Android side for a long time. Okay. Um, but I kept trying to make it into a laptop. Okay. So I was kind of going through the motions and I'm like, well, wait a minute, you know, I'm trying to make this tablet no longer a tablet and make it more of a laptop. So why don't I just get a laptop? Yeah, basically. So yeah. basically, um, so that's kind of where I ended up with the HP Spectre because I wanted something that this is going to sound terrible, but I knew the slippery slope if I got the MacBook. Oh, okay. You know so I mean? you were like, I, I don't want to have that. to do like this whole transition thing again. As soon as I get the MacBook, I'm going to well, want the iPad. I'm well, want well, the well it's, it's not that I didn't want to do the whole transition <laughs> thing again. It's that I knew if I got the MacBook, I would do the transition yeah. thing again. Yeah. Um, I figured. Wait, which also but I was trying to teach Spoiler you. Alert. Look, man, I was trying to tell you. I was like, you don't need the iPhone. You don't. Like, like, like me right now, right? Like I got the Fold. I got a fucking MacBook. Like it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's possible. Yeah, but like the problem is too, is like you also have an, an iPhone in-house, right? Okay, so yeah, I have a, I do have an iPad here and I do use that and Amanda's got an iPhone, Yeah. Right? Yeah, so like let's say, let's say that one of my HomePods need to be reset up. Yeah. What do I do? I, I don't know, man. Exactly. I, well, exactly. that's why I was hoping you would keep something around, like yeah. your iPad or something, right? Yeah. Um, so. But you didn't, so. So I got the... <laughs> HP Spectre, mm -hmm. which is a really awesome laptop. Again, you know, gets gets my stamp, gets my seal of approval, has great build quality, keyboard feels great. Um, trackpad's not too bad for a Windows laptop. Battery life is not too bad. Yeah. Screen is gorgeous. Three by two aspect ratio, OLED, really nice machine. Touchscreen, uh, which I which I do still like the touchscreen a lot. I do. And you are kind of right, by the way. Um yeah. my first two or three days for the MacBook, I found myself like trying to touch the screen again. And now after I've used it and like, I, I I've reacclimated myself with just the, the Mac pad. OS trackpad yeah. and the Mac OS gestures. I don't miss the touchscreen anymore. Right. But it's still nice to have, especially on a windows laptop where the gestures aren't that, um, solid. Right. You know, like, uh, one thing that they introduced in windows 11 better than windows 10 is like the ability to have like multiple desktops which is huge mm -hmm. on mac os right yeah, like that's definitely. a feature i use constantly just because it's so Agreed. seamless and it works so well yep like uh the the way mac os does multi-desktop it almost makes it so i would never need dual monitors for anything you know what i mean because it's so easy to swipe between displays that's why it's i like it so quick... much for a laptop yeah dude because it's like, it's like yeah it's perfect for laptop because yeah. it's because like it's so seamless that just the four finger swipe is literally like the same thing as me just like moving my head exactly you know what i'm saying yeah so uh I'll, I'll tell you right now that windows 11 has that gesture it doesn't work really at all 
I, I mean, I mean, it works, but it's super not reliable, right? To the point where I, I just b- broke down and, d- and did like the Windows key control arrow. Yeah, I get just it. Just to switch them because the gesture was just not consistent. Yeah. You know, and like, I don't know if that's a problem with Windows or a problem of just like the, the like trackpads on Windows are just ass. But the, the, the experience of multi-desktop was just not good, you know? I get that. And get the that. other issue I had uh, with the Spectre was the fans were loud. You know what I mean? And like even doing like small tasks, like the fan would kick on, not loud, but like I could hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like if I did anything intensive at all, the fans would just be worry boys. You know? That's why. And like the laptop was hot, dude. Like 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 it would get hot. You know? Yeah, and I mean um, I, that's just what happens, dude. Like you have this thin and light, and yeah. then it's powerful. What do you think is gonna happen? Like it, it's yeah. just and it's powerful. Like with uh, what was it? Like eleventh gen Intel. Yeah. Which was like already kind of hot, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just what it is. Like that was before they went big little and everything. So, so then I have this like worry boy on my desk, which is like fans are on. Mm. Like if I was at work and I connected it via Thunderbolt to my uh, LG Ultra, uh, LG Ultra Wide, which is also Thunderbolt. So it was one cable, which is kind of nice. Nice. Um, like the fans would just be on low because it was driving an external display. Like not super loud, but like they'd be on low, you right. know. And then like if, if I moved or picked up my laptop, it would be hot, and like the desk would be hot. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And then like I did like uh just just like a benchmark test, and this was where the real downfall started, right? Yeah. You it's had like, me send you stuff too. Yeah, it's like I ran a benchmark, and I think my single core was like thirteen hundred, and multi core was like forty two. Or like 41 or something like that anyway right. i was like so wait a minute so the macbook pro will be an operating system i prefer it'll be quiet the battery will last longer yeah. it will have a better display and it's literally three times as fast just on the cpu side yeah yeah that's and then, basically it. and then it gets really hard for you know someone who's who doesn't get devices for free who has to buy them to justify owning anything other than a MacBook. It gets really hard to justify it. You know what I mean? Like, like In my eye, if you're going to get a Windows laptop, it has to have dedicated graphics. That's the only see, advantage uh, that Windows has. Like, Here's the in, other problem, like, and, and, I, and, I'm glad you bought, and, and I'm glad you brought that up. Because the HP Spectre had uh, Tiger Lake U, like the latest Intel uh, U version processor, which is like their lowest processor, like their lowest power consuming processor okay. i should say um outside of the 12th gen ones that we just started seeing in laptops i'm not even sure if we have any u spec 12 gens we just we, i think we just have the h ones the, mm. the 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 higher spec ones i think at the time of us recording this there may be one or two 12th gen u's out but not at the time anyway okay. i digress that's 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 splitting hairs um my point is is that we're using the ultrabook spec um processor so the lower power processor with onboard intel xe graphics now granted the uh tiger lake u has the same 90 it was the 96 compute units uh intel xe that 12th gen has so it's the most powerful integrated graphics that intel offers okay, okay yeah i get you and literally <clears throat> even with integrated graphics my performance plugged in versus battery was like half that's wild so like um I That's booted wild. up WoW just because, like, I'm, I'm not playing WoW at the time, but, like, WoW is kind of, like, a game that I played so long that, like, I just know how it should perform on machines. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, and, and plus it runs on anything. on anything As a native M1 client, you know what I mean? It, it, 
it could, yeah. it could run on a toaster, you know? Exactly. And my frame rate was less than half unplugged oh on gosh. integrated graphics. I didn't on know Intel. that that would happen. Yeah. Like, I had no I, idea either. That's wild. Like, like, like to give you an idea, dude, like I planned on, on, on just testing it out unplugged and, and, and just seeing how long the battery lasted. Like yeah. this was just purely a battery test. Right. I was like, man, these frame rates are ass. Like this game is totally unplayable. Like, like they can't be this bad. There's no way it's this bad. And then I plugged it in and it was like playable FPS. That's crazy. So I was like, man, this sucks. Is that <laughs> you know a configuration I mean? thing? I wonder if, if no, that was like, no. just like, that's I how literally it is. tried, I, I tried, <clears throat> I, so, um, HP comes with, or HP laptops come with like HP command center, which I recommend you keep on an HP laptop because it has like, like your fan curve adjustments and stuff. Right. So okay. like, it's like, it's basically just you like a not a non bloated version of like a way to control like your fan profiles. Got it. So I literally did, you know, power options, maximum power, uh, battery, best performance in Windows, and then I did performance mode in the HP one, and it was just, it was jank. It was That's jank as hell on yeah. battery. It was fine on plugged in, but <clears> again, plugged in, like, the fans were 100%. The CPU was literally at, at 100C the entire time. Yeah. Um... Which is yeah, just, it's wild, man. Like you know what that, I mean? that's basically like, the drawbacks of uh, you know, any kind of Windows laptop, really. Like uh, so, it's just the way it is. So uh, at the time, I kind of lucked out because uh, I was still in my return period, right? So I just returned it, and then I just picked up the MacBook. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I opted for the M1 Pro for a few reasons. Uh, one, I watched a ton of videos, right? Like I'm sure you watch a ton of videos too, and like. Right. Would I like the Max? Of course I'd like the Max. You know what I mean? The Max is cool. But um, I think what's really important to me is battery life. You know? Yeah, I agree. And the battery life is in some cases 30, 35% to 40% better than on the Max, depending on what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so if you take a look at what you're doing, and like you can get away with uh, one video encoder engine and 16 GPU cores instead of 32, I would recommend the Pro all day. Um, and for me... Uh, like there are tests under, under some extreme circumstances where for like the videos we edit, like the max would benefit from it in yes. terms of actual editing. But the big gain that the max has over the pro is in, uh, render export times. Right. And like, that doesn't really matter to me. Cause like, yeah. I don't consistently do a lot of videos and like if a render takes 10 minutes or five minutes that doesn't matter to me you know what i mean like that's irrelevant yeah i'd rather have 40 percent more battery playing a game mobily than my render time cut in half yeah. um yeah totally what i was more so, so so like picking the m1 pro was kind of what i was set on doing uh for my use cases because um I don't really uh, use a, do 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 a lot of GPU intensive tasks. Now, where I would say the Max is definitely a game changer is if you do things like Blender. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, big difference there. But for even like timeline editing, dude, like like if you watch like some YouTube videos out there, like like of people who like not not like your typical reviewers, but like people who uh, right. like, like 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 just are like Resolve channels. And like they or or like Final Cut channels, and they do like a side by side of like actual timeline editing. There's not a whole lot of difference between the Pro and the Max in terms of like you know playback or stuttering or anything like that. They're 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 almost similar. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I mean, here's the thing: the thing that's not similar is the battery life. Like that that's the biggest yeah. biggest thing. And I've told you multiple times, like I've had lots of battery issues with the M1 Max uh, 14 inch laptop. It's just been. I mean, part bad. of you. I I I mean. I'm 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 just gonna be honest, man. Like, if I didn't know you and I didn't talk to you, I would have gotten the max. 
and then be like, man, this battery sucks. But because yeah, you you and I have both had M1 13s, and then you got the the 14 Max, and you're like, I mean, man, the so battery's jarring. bad. Like, so like, yeah. so like, you really pushed me towards the Pro. Yeah. You know well, I mean? honestly, the Pro is the better choice between the two, just from uh like a usability perspective with the battery, because like you know coming from the M1 uh MacBook Pro. I mean that thing was a battery champ, dude. Yeah, uh, it that's just, how like, I feel this M1 Pro is, man. That's like, good. Uh, that's good like, because like it was really jarring going from like the M1 to the M1 Max and and having like way less battery life. Like, like and I don't even use like I'm not even doing a lot with my laptop, but the drain yeah. is just faster. Like I I'm not. It's not like I'm processing way more. It just dies quicker, and there's nothing I can do about it. It's just the way it is. So it's just more power hungry. It's just well. It's kind of like I told you too, right? Like, um, if I if, if I still have my thirteen, and I put them side by side and like did like a video playback test or yeah. something intensive like playing a game, I would probably uh, notice it then because I would see them side by side. I'm like, oh yeah, the thirteen lasts longer. But like in a vacuum, yeah. like if you they're, like they're close enough, man, that like if you sold your thirteen M one Pro and didn't have it next to you, and then you got a fourteen M one Pro, yeah. you would assume like, oh yeah, the battery's about similar. Yeah, that's so like good, for man. me, the battery is very similar. Uh, what I do notice differently, though, is like I fired up some games that like have Mac clients, like even ones that didn't have M1 clients. And right. like I'm shocked at how well this plays games like uh, Native Res. Yeah. Wow, runs great yeah. on the M1 Pro. Oh, yeah. Uh, even games like Elder Scrolls Online, that's like more graphically intensive is like 50, 60 FPS on like good graphic settings at Native Res on this thing. Yeah. So like you know what I mean? And like that, and like the thing is the M one was like not graphically weak, like for what it no. was like, no. I was playing world of Warcraft pretty well on it. Like I right. wasn't maxing out my settings, but like I was able to get like a solid 60 unplugged yeah. and like being able to run that for like over, I don't even know how long I said, uh, on my battery benchmarks, but it was like well over an hour. It might have Oh been, yeah, dude. Like, like, I said like it was like, it was like crazy. Like how long I could play. Wow. On like battery. on preset five yeah. on the M one pro. Okay. That, that's like good graphics, you know, like preset five. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there, there are some areas where I get a hundred FPS. Nice. And, and, and that's cause it's capped at hundred FPS. You know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. like, it's, it's almost always over 60. Yeah. On the M one pro. And that's at, and, and that's at native res, not scaling down or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I could probably play that for about maybe two and a half hours, three hours unplugged. Yeah. So so that's kind of yeah. busted, dude. It you know is what I mean? busted. It's like, it, I think, like, I get it. Like, people don't buy Macs for gaming. But it's such a shame to have so much performance and not be yeah. able to play most of your games. Yeah. That's the only thing. Like, I get it. People are like, don't buy a Mac for gaming. I'm not buying a Mac for gaming. I just happen to have a Mac for and Mac I like things. gaming and I, and I like, like gaming. gaming. Yeah. I want to play those yeah. games on this yeah. hardware, dude. Right. Cause it runs great. Like I said, like ESO doesn't even have a native M one client. Uh, ESO is going through Rosetta Yeah. and ESO runs so good on the M one yeah. pro like yeah. crazy good. <laughs> I, like, I, I know I was playing mind, shadow yeah. of the tomb Raider benchmark yeah. and I was like, God, it, this is gorgeous. And that game is an HDR supported yeah. game. So like it, it blew just my mind so how, 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 how nice that was. Um, yeah. And I should probably mention to you that like during my entire WoW benchmark, which I have since then installed because I'm not playing WoW, it's literally just to like test things out. Yeah, I get it. The fan never turned on once. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Like yeah. the, the fans which is, like, is, which is like nutty. Even on the Macs, like I barely can I mean I can get the fans running. If I play like a game, yeah. like I can fucking you know, because well, it, it just'll go ham. Like if it's Shadow of the Tomb Raider, it'll do it. But like well, most theoretically don't. theoretically you have double the 
the energy GPU that, that I do. Yeah. 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 Because like even Max Tech in one of his videos said that like uh he could hear the fans on the 14 max but the 14 pro sounds like a macbook air yeah that's amazing so like so like that's cool to me you know what i mean so like and on top of that Literally. i'm saving money you know what i mean yeah. so no it's a yeah. good good amount of savings too so it's yeah. honestly it was the right choice you save money you get more battery you're not gonna need you're not gonna miss that performance ever yeah. you're never gonna miss that performance yeah so <clears throat> it's just a, like it's a win-win you know me. I did what you would have done if you didn't talk to me. I bought the yeah. most expensive big boy because yeah. it was like the, the new the hype. Thick boy, dude. It was the new hype. I I gotta tell you too, dude. Like like still like having an M1 Pro and being totally happy with it, and knowing I wouldn't be, I I would be less happy with yeah. the Max because yeah. battery is important to me. It just is. You know it what is. I mean? Like like I still take it to work with me every day, and I never plug it in. You know, like that's cool to me. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, is uh. Just that that like Apple commercial with the with the M1 Max, dude. Every time I see, it, I'm like, I should have got the Max. And and and, just, and and that's just their marketing. You know, that's what it is. They're they're yeah. gods, marketing yeah. gods. You know, I don't know. There's to this day, there's part of me that because I still have my 13 inch uh, M1, uh, and yeah. I part of me is like, maybe I go back and sell this very expensive M, uh, 14 inch M1 Max and get all that money and like pay off some of that debt and just be happy because like the M1 made me happy, dude. It did. The only benefits really like the biggest ones are the like the 14 inch screen I prefer it's a better screen. Yeah, I'll um, I'll tell you right now hands down the yeah. M1 Pro is the best laptop I've ever used. Wow. From every single standpoint yeah. possible. You I know think what I mean right. like like it's literally the to me dude it's 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 the 13 M1 yeah. with a better screen, the same battery life and double the power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Makes it's sense. literally it's literally <laughs> Yeah. the god tier uh also up to for 16 gigs of ram over 32 um still still unsure if i'm gonna regret that but i don't think i am uh i don't think so just because of how well mac os handles memory uh and max like, tech again i i keep quoting him because like his coverage is great on on on, on Mac. it's very in-depth uh so there the m1 has two things going for it okay and that's why eight gigabyte of ram works on m1 um is the is the interconnect between the processor and the and the storage is insanely fast insanely fast and like the ssds can like read and write 7.5 gigabytes a second yeah so, so if like, it does need to swap like it's so fast. oh yeah I, I i mean like it'll use swap yeah. pretty regularly like like the 16 will use swap more than the 32 but like uh uh based off of what you're doing you'll never notice it like literally like if you watch his video he's like all right i have three ak streams opened up i have 30 chrome tabs open and i and i have photoshop let me play these videos and then switch to photoshop and both of them perform the exact same the only way you would notice the difference is if you had activity monitor up and looked at which one was using more swap so i'm like so then why would you get that well and then, i'll say that one one of the big problems is like people i know early on that was the controversy with like the m1 machines was like the uh the load that the swap was putting on the SSD was substantial and it was like lowering the lifespan of your SSD storage. Yeah. So, so that is a concern, but so I can address that in two in, 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 in two quick statements. Sure. Uh your battery life cycle is gonna go way before your SSD <laughs> cycle. Um it will. Fair, fair. <laughs> And two, um, at least in the case of you and I, uh, we're not going to have this machine for longer than three years. That's so. true. That's true. No, it's true because we we often do upgrades. So yeah, yeah, it's, but it's but, an understatement but, for you. But but yeah, 
but but seriously, your battery cycles will long, long be be yeah. due before your SSD cycles. Right? Yeah, for sure. But like, you're pretty happy with this laptop, though. Extremely happy with it. <laughs> That's extremely, good. Like, couldn't it be happier, baby? Couldn't it That's be happier? Cool. All right, so we'll see what you got in two weeks, dude. Like, so. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just kidding. So I want to talk about another thing. You know, you've been messaging me quite a bit in the past uh, couple of weeks about the studio display. This is Apple's uh, new display. In case you couldn't take my hints, I kind of want one. You know, it's wild because I don't think the studio display is worth it. Um, I mean, I see. I think don't it get is. me wrong. Six, cl- I think it is. Six K is nice. I think it is. It's five K. Oh, okay. Five K is nice. It's still more than four, but still. Like, I why think is it, it is. worth it? It's it's. it's it just, it doesn't hit like... Where should I start with this? <sighs> Listen, what if you need to change a power cord out, dude? You You're know what not. I'm saying? Why what if, you, I mean to change what if the dog gets anything? hungry, needs to chew it? My dog is trained uh, well, to not eat power cords. I don't know, um, man. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'm just saying, like, what, what, uh, what if you uh, so roll a chair hear me over on this. it? And hear me like, out on this. Right. So five years ago, five years ago, LG Display. Shout out Vincent Tio, LG Display. Um... <laughs> Uh, graced us with the LG Ultrafine 5K. Okay, for yeah. Twelve ninety nine. Okay, five yeah. years ago. Yeah. Five years ago. Seems like an old monitor. It is an old monitor. Twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. No one batted an eye. Right. Now we have the Apple Studio Display, which is a much better panel with better backlight uniformity, insanely, insanely better build quality. Built-in speakers, insane microphones, webcam. It has some issues, but Apple claims they can fix it. Um, insane build quality. Got to say it again. Uh, <laughs> it's a hundred nits brighter, which, if anyone knows, uh, nits operate on a logarithmic scale. So when you're that, when you're under a thousand, one hundred nits is a big deal, right? Right. And that one hundred nits is actually enough for Apple to do their EDR or their extended dynamic range stuff. Yeah. So it actually it actually looks really good. Um, I haven't seen it in person, but like if you see um, a YouTube video that puts it next to the Ultrafine and then the Apple Studio Display next to it, the Studio Display looks like it's on a different level yeah. compared to that. Um, you also get that really nice glossy Apple glass front, so you're super contrasty. You know, like matte display is kind of ruined contrast. You know that. Um, and <sighs> yeah. What? Keep going, dude. Yeah. So, so let me let me say this. Dude. So hold on. All right, hold go, on. Hey, go, go ahead. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done yet. I'll give it you to you. You also get the A13 in it, which is basically an an iPhone 11 built in built inside of this. <sighs> so it does your EDR processing. It does your microphone noise canceling. It does your Dolby Atmos for the speakers that are built in. It's also your Thunderbolt <laughs> controller on the back, so it doesn't eat up Thunderbolt bandwidth from your laptop. Um, and you're getting all of these benefits for literally what three hundred dollars more than the plastic LG Ultrafine display from five years ago. That's worse in every way. Right. Like I get it. I get it. You okay. know, it's a lot of money. It's but, not about money. I th- in this case, I in my opinion, for uh, what you're getting over the LG Ultrafine, yeah. I think it. Can I say something? Sure. So, like, absolutely. I think that if you compare this display. To the uh, against the LG Ultrafine, I think it's a no brainer, right? Like, yeah. it's like think about it. Like, you're getting so much more, and like to me, the build quality alone is worth oh, yeah, that same. money. 
Like and, that, and, and, and just the aesthetic, worse. dude. It just looks good, it looks right? It just good. looks nice. Yeah. And like, I'm game for that, dude. Like, I I'm a hundred percent game for that. Like, I love the aesthetic, dude. Apple Same. make that. Like, come on, dude. Everything's plastic in monitor yeah. territory, not Apple. So, did you see? Me, um, mm. Did you see that video? I forgot who it was. Was it Unbox Therapy or maybe it was Max Tech, where they put the LG Ultrafine and the Studio Display on a table and they shook the table and the LG Ultrafine looked like it was going to snap uh, off. That's funny, but I and didn't the Studio see it. Display was just like glued to the table. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. It's the it's the difference. The build yeah. quality. It's the difference. So I'll give it to the uh, Apple product in that regard. I think for me, I'm just I need more than that out of a display. It's not about money. Right. It's about what I get. Like the only benefit is really to me, like obviously 600 nits, it's not HDR to me. Uh, well, you know, like you, you, you know what this display is perfect for photo editing. Yes. Yes. I think it's a photo editor's dream display, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's really good. Um, it's going to have great, uh, color accuracy, pixel uniformity. It's going to have like amazing, like 5k is going to be super sharp. That's one thing that like a lot of the panel reviewers out there I see have been saying is that. Yeah. So I'm 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 glad you brought that up. Is that the 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 quality control for panel uniformity on the studio display is insane. Yes. So I'll give it to them. Like it's it's honestly a really interesting package. Like I've seen a lot of reviewers go, look, it's it's honestly the only display that does what it does, regardless yeah. of what you think about like the individual specs or the price it's literally the only option if you want these things mm-hmm. and like i totally you, get you, that. you sound like marquez dude yeah that maybe he's maybe maybe he's the one that said that he's probably <laughs> he the did. one that said that he did and like i yeah. i agree with him he, he's 100 yeah. percent right yeah yes. i mean it's just like that's just what you get out of this display and but like for me i no, personally, if I was in the market for a display, which, you know, I'm not really, but like if I was, I mean, we always are, aren't we? Technically? Well, yeah, because we're always looking out for the next big thing, but like yeah. I need something. Here's the, here's what makes those displays not compatible with me is I need to be able to use them with my windows shit too. Um, that's my problem. So like I might be able to get it to work with a windows you know, machine. I don't know the pro you display can. XDR. You can, you can you, but like it isn't as good as seamless. Maybe well, no, now it's changed. It's Maybe no. now it's changed. Maybe you can get the HDR experience out of like the panel on windows. Now. I don't know. Cause like that was early days when people were reviewing them out of the box. Things change, dude. Software changes. People figure out weird hacks to make things work. It could be, it could work well. Like, I, I'm just saying that between the two, the studio display and the pro display XDR, I personally would probably just get the pro display XDR, dude. Well, I, for, for multiple listen, reasons. Listen, man. Despite the cost. Listen, despite I was going to say, cost. I was going to say, no one is sitting here, and if they had to take a box home, <laughs> they wouldn't grab the pro display XDR. It's about money, right? Right. It's about it it's about value. I think for me, it's about value. So if I look at the monitors out now, okay, and you look at what panels are available in the market, yeah, okay, um, for that price point, I don't think it's as egregious as people are saying it is. Which display? The studio. The studio display. I agree because, well, I mean, how many other five K displays are there? There's like one. Yeah, and this one is clearly better <laughs> yeah. in every category you would want a display to be better in. That's my point. So you're really not going to be able to get like anything By the competing way, to that. Real so. quick, real quick. Yeah. Um, Pro Display XDR on Windows is now 
Native 6K, 10-bit RGB, and Windows detects it as 600, as 1600 nits peak brightness. Fantastic. So, so I mean, it's perfect. Perfect, dude. So, like, let me say that for, like, I would, yeah, but see, here's the, here's the big, I'm looking at it right now, dude. The problem is the cost. The problem, dude, so is expensive. that is that it would look so good on your desk, everything else would need to oh be replaced God, to match dude. the beauty. You need, two, you need to dual monitor it. Oh dude, it God. looks so good. So I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it right now, dude. I mean, fifty one ninety eight is what I would have to pay. Can I uh, tell you? Can I tell you, bud? Yeah. That um, here's the problem that 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 I have with the price so of XDR. Two things. Two <laughs> things. One is every time I wasn't using it, I would want to turn it around just to look at the oh, back. I know, dude. Dude. You know how like some of those offices where they got the desks like so they like like you face inward into the yeah that's where you'd want it back there yeah that's what you'd want so you walk up to your desk and the first thing you see is cheese grater dude beauty because that's what it is dude they they know they They know what they're doing dude that's just pure sex appeal dude that's the most sex appeal in a monitor I've ever 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 I need it I need it dude um. So it's a five thousand dollar display, though. I so, would, I would get the pro stand. Okay, you're talking about with the studio, or with no, the, no, with the, oh my god, with the pro stand. Right? So you yeah. pay an extra thousand dollars for that. You know why? You know why? Because I want that auto rotate flex, dude. Oh my god, dude! I yeah, want that auto rotate dude. flex, dude. You'd be, you, you'd be like, hey, you want to see a thousand dollars? Yeah, dude. I want that rotate, rotate that shit. flex, dude, for Reddit, dude. Oh my dude. god, dude. That flex, dude. They'd be, dude, you post that on the Battle Station sub, they'd be like, bro, <laughs> does this motherfucker have the pro stand? Dude, I know. They wouldn't care about the monitor. Dude. No. Dude, that, like, get, that, that boy get the stand, yeah. dude? <laughs> that Honestly, dude play, it, paying eighty three twenty five a month yeah, for 12 months, dude? It, yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, that'd be six grand. It, uh, six grand for that package but i'll tell you what man it's like you're Ooh, already spending nice? five grand dude. might as well spend yeah might as well put grand. the stand in baby yo, might as well put I, the stand yo in. if you use the apple card dude don't you get cash back dude like, oh my god did you get five percent cash back oh my dude? god dude what's five percent five percent are you serious oh my gosh so dude, like that's that practically a steal at that point it's a steal that's Dang. it dude <laughs> what's five percent like off of five thousand that's like five uh, percent is six thousand yeah, dude. There Jesus you go. Christ. It's wild. So, I mean, here's the thing, man. The Pro Display XDR, I could seriously buy it. The 300 bucks. Back, as crazy dude. as it is, I'd get I the Vesa adapter. I wouldn't get the stand. No, I'd get the stand. Uh, stand flex. Dude, dude I, every photo I took would be a macro shot at the base of that stand and just let you know. Okay. But I would think about the. Some, I would think about the. You have a Pro Display XDR on on so, the damn Amazon Basics monitor arm, dude. You know, how jank that would look from the back, dude. <laughs> oh no, you're right, dude. I, all right, sex appeal wise, aesthetic yeah, dude, wise, dude. Technostatic, dude. Yeah. Uh, the, the podcast. All right, dude, you need the stand, dude. This, so look, yeah. here's the thing. Okay, if you're a photo editor, right? Like honestly, like you don't need the Pro Display XDR. It's really, really, really cool uh, because so it's 6K, cool. 32 inch. I, you already know that I already think 5K at 27 inches isn't right. I think 30 inches are bigger. I think 32 inches it should have been, but I digress. And Guess the problem what is, with it being 32 inches is it breaks their PPI rule. Ah, uh, damn it. Still. We've gone over this. I know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone over this. So I get it. I get it. Um, it has to be Retina, or it has Apple be, doesn't yeah. make it. That's wild. But if I you get see it. pixels, dude, there's no Apple on it. I get it. That's fair. 
So with that being said, I think that the Pro Display XDR would be my play. It's expensive, but like, dude, I would like justify oh the fuck God. out of it, dude. I'm gonna be like, oh, bro, I'm gonna keep this for like how many years, dude? I'm gonna milk this shit. Like, I, I would so that. like justify the shit out of it. Yeah. I'd be like, I, I don't, don't game me, anymore, dude. dude. I just look at this display. I don't game, dude. I just look at X uh, at, yeah. at HDR content. You know what? For fun. Honestly, dude, think about gaming on this thing because, like, I know you're. Dude, at I was gonna say, like, I was gonna say, like, if like, you were. <sighs> all right, all right, man. Hear me out, okay? You don't hear need higher than sixty hertz at six K. You're not gonna be able gonna, to get those frames anyway. I was gonna say, dude. Hear <laughs> me you're out. You're gonna get those frames anyway, dude. One great point. Great point. <laughs> Number two, would you even want to play with other people when you're that immersed? No, dude. dude. Single no. player experience. They'd dude. ruin the immersion. When you're that immersed, dude, do yeah. you want... Like, do dude, you think want... about how small Factorio will be on <laughs> <laughs> 6K display. It's already bad on 4K. Jeez. And freaking, it's everything's so tiny on 4K. It's going to be like... It's going to be like... <laughs> dude, I need that auto-rotate flex, dude. Oh, man. I get it, dude. So... Okay, you know what? In your case, let's 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 go back to reality for a minute. Okay, you aren't gonna get either of these, are you? Because you don't really need it. You don't really need it, man. You got like a you have a really great monitor, right? It's a TV, LG, ABL, right? Yeah, ABL. I get it, but it's still OLED. It's still good. It's still the the C ten forty eight. It's still god tier, right? It has ABL. I hate it too. Right, that's the biggest drawback to the display, out of everything. But like, it's honestly got a lot of stuff that you can't get out of the Apple display. So it's a trade-off, no matter where you go. What's it get me, dude? G-Sync compatibility. <laughs> Quit sending me Pro Display XDR images, dude. You look at the stand. I know it looks good. You got to tell me. It looks like it's floating, dude. Doesn't it? <sighs> Stop. It looks like it's floating, Stop. dude. You don't have to sell it to me. I already know. If I was gonna get one of the displays. If I if I would be willing to give up this display, the Pro Display XDR would be an option for sure. Let me ask but you like, a question. I kind of need high refresh. I kind of need like for what? Dude, you play Room Factory. Yeah, but I still well, <laughs> fair. But like <laughs> here's the you know you're right you're right fair. But I do play some games right. Like I I do play shooters. I do play like the occasional AAA game. And I'm not saying it won't look great on the Pro Display XDR. Dude, did I can you imagine honestly... playing Cyberpunk at 1600 nits? Oh, God, don't even tell me, dude. dude honestly, could you imagine be... seeing Night City with those neon lights, dude? Could you imagine that? That's probably a better experience than this OLED. Honestly, you're probably right. That'd be so cool. Looking, it's gonna dude. be so good. Honestly, yeah. You're, fuck, dude. Fuck variable refresh rate. Dude, Fuck that's gonna look so everything good, dude. else, yeah. dude. I don't need. I don't give a shit, dude. I want sixteen hundred nits of this inky shit in dude, my it's eyes. Gonna look so good. Yeah, it's gonna be so good for sure. Like Night City, dude, with those like 6K, neon lights everywhere yeah. in six K, sixteen hundred yeah. nits, dude. Yeah. If I want the screen to be bigger, I'll just move the display closer to my face. There you go, dude. Who cares about a forty-eight inch? Zoom uh, in, monitor? dude. I gotta go like this. I gotta dude, go you back. You want the pixels anyway? It, this um this Pro Display XDR is more than double the pixel density of the yeah, OLED. Yeah, and it's double, gonna need more, more than, than double. double the GPU grunt. You can do a thirty ninety on it, but like <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be crying. Yeah, dude. it would be crying. Like, you're gonna need uh you're gonna need some motherfucking DLSS. Some blaze, dude. Yeah, you're gonna need that. You're gonna <laughs> DLSS that shit hard. I don't know, man. So. 
I still think you uh, should wait. I think what's going to happen is like, obviously right now today, Pro Display XDR is like, uh, it's kind of a one of a kind magical display. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. Like maybe, maybe they'll come out with a 2.0. Do you think like, I mean, here's the problem. They never refresh their displays, you know? No. They never re- refresh them. It takes them forever. I mean, but it's really, you know, they're they're kind of newer to the display game in this. I think aspect. the problem is, I think the problem is, is that like the XDR competes with like things that are way yeah. like real studio displays, yeah. not their yeah. studio display. But like you're talking about like color accurate, like uh, color grading displays, like uh, that are at, in actual studios, like. Um, you know, like Dolby Vision mastering level displays, like, but like I get it. Um, so yeah. that's what's interesting is like it's actually for the price it can do a lot compared to those displays, which you know are like tens of thousands of dollars at times. Sure. So like it's even though it's five K, it's it's actually five K of value if you consider the capabilities of the display. And it's just sexy, dude. You see that cheese grater, dude? I like I get said, dude, I just here. want to look at the back of it. I, I know. That's I don't even what want I mean. to see what a display is on the front, dude. I just want to look at the back. Yeah, there's no way I wouldn't like move my desk around so I could look at that back more often. Yeah, dude. Dude, like <laughs> I might put my desk like you know my room is set up, yeah, but, like behind the couch. Yeah, so, like every time I came down, I would just see the oh, cheese grater. Yeah, I would have to. I'd it's have just so to, yeah. I'd have to have like the most aesthetic desk possible. I'd have to like cable hide everything. It would be like beautiful. I'd have to have like no cables at all. Like, I'd have to go wireless mouse, wireless keyboard at that point, for sure. Yeah, dude. And there's a lot of great wireless keyboard choices out now. I mean, even mechanical. Like, yeah. There's, like, you could, but, like, I, you know, if I was in the Apple camp, I might even stick with that Wedge Boy, you know? Because that thing's kind of nice looking. The trackpad or the keyboard? Both. Oh, yeah. I'd probably, you know, I'd probably you know, there's, both. There's, there's a lot of people who, who, like, rag on the Apple keyboard. And, like, I obviously have, like, an $800 keyboard. That's my keyboard that came through. Yeah, I heard but, it. That, that's how heavy my keyboard is. Um, but and like the typing experience is euphoric. Like, don't get me wrong, you know. But like, if you held the gun to my head and said, "I need you to take a typing test and be as accurate as possible and as fast as possible," I would probably use the Mac keyboard. <laughs> wow, that's you know interesting, I mean? like, man. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, don't, like, I did a lot of typing today on mine, um, and like, I found that I was like actually pretty accurate on it. Yeah, 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 like shockingly, like I think that like the tactile feel of like this mechanical keyboard I have is great for gaming. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's persistent, it's deliberate. Press right, keys, it's deliberate. Um, but I think for just like speed and accuracy, I think the, the Magic Keyboard is hard to beat. I really do. I'm not sure, man. Like I think there's something sort of ergonomic about like the traditional keyboard for me. I think it's just over the years I'm so I'm so used to using mm-hmm. like actual like Cherry MX key shape. Sure. You know, like I'm so See, used to it. Yeah. Um that I, I can be very I actually you know, if if I were to type out a script, I would type it out on the MacBook over my mechanical keyboards. You know, I, I, I'm not paying attention to that specifically because I've been writing a script myself mm-hmm. and um, I've been Wait, doing you, it back You and have forth. or haven't? I have. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of off topic, but, like, I'm making a visual novel. Mm-hmm. And in the process, there's been a lot of writing. And I've been doing it. Uh, I did. I spent, like, literally probably, like, six hours, like, at my desk here writing shit. Sure. Both code and, like, actual script. Mm-hmm. So, like, it what was program great. are you using? So, to make the visual novel, there's a program called Renpy, R-E-N-P-Y. So, it's Python-based visual novel making tool. 
Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm pretty sure, I think it's open source, man. I could be wrong. It is free and open source. So the, it it's, it's wonderful. I, I did a lot of research on like the best platforms to make. Cause one of the things that, uh, I've been kind of interested in is making my own. Cause it's like very simple, right? Like sure. think about how easy a visual novel is to make. You just got images. You got fucking text. You yeah. Know, that's about it. And then like the yeah. RenPy takes care of everything you need to know, like save game. Like it, it has like the framework oh, really built cool. in. Yeah, that's neat. So I'm like, I'm just gonna like write my own fucking visual novel and then fucking sell it, dude. Let's let's go. go. Bang it, bang it. Yeah, because Amanda and I were like joking. We were like, "Oh, dude, let's make a visual novel about like fucking you know aliens and shit coming in." (laughs) Fucking, she's yeah. Well, that's that's kind of like a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? But uh, there's probably gonna be they call those H scenes. So uh, there's probably gonna be all that shit, but we'll see. You know, a little bit of tentacle. let me ask you a question because sure. I can't draw for shit. Where do you get your art, art assets from? So right now I'm using uh, placeholder assets that I've gotten across the internet. There's uh, various websites that like people just like willingly like here's a bunch of shit that I made. Use it. You know, this is just right. like, you know, if you're going to use my stuff, make sure you uh, credit me. Yeah, credit me. But like you can just use it. So That's I was like, really cool. so like I have this nice. massive like uh, uh, amount of art assets that I'm using. And what what the intent is is to oh, use for, those for, for building for research, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm using them as placeholder images, right? And then I'll go back and circle back and do my own stuff later. So I'll probably sure. I've done a lot of research in um, how to make like the backdrops, for example. Like there's people that there's this really cool workflow I saw where they they 3D model it and render it. And then to give it that hand drawn aesthetic, they take oh, the render really cool. and then they draw over it like digitally. Yeah. And I'm like, that looks great. Like it can really look cool. And like, honestly, that takes away, that takes a lot of the like measuring out of it. That takes a lot of the the calculations on like, you know, how things look based on perspective and the lighting and stuff. You can kind of pre-bake that in Blender and then you just go and draw over it to get that kind of anime look. And I think that's awesome. So I was like, I'll, I'll do that. That might be a good use case for an iPad for you. No, absolutely. So I'd, I I yeah. would absolutely use like Procreate or something yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I've just been kind of doing that. So really That's cool, man. It's been kind of a f- fun thing I've done the past 2 days and I have my like project that I'm working on synced up with uh, you know, Synology Drive or whatever. So I'm working on it sure. here and they got a RenPy client on the Mac. So I was literally, you know, Oh, do they really? Oh, yeah, they, they do. do. Look, at Look at that. And and it's really They're cool. They got a RenPy client on iOS 11 plus. They do. It's <laughs> and, and and WebAssembly. Look at that, dude, dude. It's cool. You can compile. Windows Vista, dude. The cool thing is no they... other operating system is Windows Vista. <laughs> nope, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we support Vista. No one else. Oh my god. But Long it's... live games for Windows Live. Yeah. Oh my god. We don't talk about that, dude. But yeah, it's cool. You can compile your games for all kinds of different platforms too. So it lets you compile the games for like iOS, Android, mm-hmm. for the web. You know, for like sure. Steam. They have it so you can compile straight for Steam distribution. So I'm like, that's cool, dude. That's exactly that's cool. what I want to do, dude. Bam. So I'm trying to get good at writing right now, and uh, obviously I'm no author. I'm no like what uh, you know, what text editor are are you using? Well, RenPy for the programming it uses Atom. So Atom.io. Uh, uh, I don't know what the hell. I just it's like know a rocket ship. Uh, yeah. It's I like use a, Adam for everything. Do you? I use Adam for every code I write. Yep. For, wow. For, for for work and personal, I love Adam. So I Seriously, will say no this is my first time using Adam, and I Bro, I told you about Adam years ago. You probably did, but like it's one of those things that like I just never really picked up on. 
Yeah. Because like I already had a text editor. Like I had used mm. Notepad plus plus for everything, right? No, it's Adam is so pretty compared to Notepad plus plus. Yeah, I agree. And like for coding, like it's just like. Perfect. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous, dude. Like like uh, I I assume you downloaded like all, like all the packages for like different different. Well, codes the cool thing is, it, uh, um, RenPy will will download Adam and download the uh, associated kind of like plugins. Oh, cool. So cool. so Adam will recognize. Uh, the 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 specific Python that uh, RenPy uses, like the uh, the the specific commands and things, like it it it'll automatically like color code everything, which is really awesome. So like mm-hmm. I've I've I really like Adam. It's pretty. I love Adam, it's dude. So I use nice. it for everything. I, I I use Adam at work for jQuery. I use it for CSS. Yeah. I use it for HTML5. It's gorgeous. It's really gorgeous. Yeah. So it's pretty cool, man. I'll let you play it when I'm done, but like you yeah. don't really gotta play it, dude. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah, really dude. think it's you're not the target audience for this. One hand like, on the keyboard. Yeah, dude. yeah. It's a one hand game, but like <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but it's it's been kind of fun to play with, dude. But cool. Ultimately, circle back to the topic. Uh, I'll let you know what my feedback is on the MacBook keyboard because I, I did a lot of typing today and like I was able to go back and forth. Like I was doing, you know, like I said, six hours yesterday here on a normal mechanical boy and then I spent like however many hours today on the MacBook and just no. pounding it out. So it's been good, man. But anyway, yeah, no. <clears throat> that's about. It. <laughs> We're going like all over on the topic department. Dude, we right? are. We are like a like a like a yeah. like alleyway on the Game Boy, you know, dude, just bouncing off the walls. Shoot, and and you know, speaking of bouncing, dude, we really ought to bounce. Like we really don't have much to talk about left. No. You know. Yeah. So I mean, do yeah. you have any last minute kind of things like? Uh, Steam Tech Steam Deck Quarter Two is about to start. Yeah, which is exciting because yeah. hopefully we'll start like seeing our stuff, our Steam Decks. Um, because uh, it's coming soon, dude. It is coming soon, Quarter dude. Two, like a motion picture, it's coming soon. That's the last thing uh, I want to talk about, really. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really have much, you know. <clears throat> you know, I think that's. I think, I think that's, that's good, it. dude. Let's wrap yeah. it then. Let's wrap, wrap it up, it dude. Up, dude. Put, a, wrap put a bow up. on it. Wrap it up. Anyway, thanks for listening and watching the Technesthetic Podcast. It's a podcast we do tech talking, and uh, we do it every two weeks now, right? Uh, yeah, I think we moved to a two-week cycle. Kind of gives us some more content, more meaningful content. More meaningful, juicy content every two weeks. Stay tuned to the Technesthetic Podcast. Go to technesthetic.com and uh, check us out there. That's where we're at, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Later. Later.